we want to continue that journey that we had started into the prophetic. And so today we come a little closer. Buona sifiwe. Buona sifiwe. The, 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 the prophetic is the most mentioned gift in the scriptures. So we talked about word of knowledge. We talked about discernment. Should we give now? Should we give now? Yeah. yeah. I think we should give now. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yes. I am more, more than a conqueror through Christ. My Lord, if the envelopes can. <laughs> so you give now and then we'll collect them later. Sindhu, just have the envelope. If you're giving by Mpesa, you can do it over the Mpesa. And then at the end of it, we will pray. That's okay. Give me, give me one envelope. It'll also be, it'll be a blessing. I have two. You've given me two. Or should I split? Should I split? Thank you. Uli sema na poshindwa nikuite ilileo na kuita kuiti unisikize usiende mbali nami Hallelujah. You remember we were reading um, first, uh, first Corinthians chapter number 12. All right? Yes. And we talked about the gifts that are there. Um, the Bible says to another, faith. I'm now reading verse 10. To another, the working of miracles. This is you. Ah, today I want you to shout. Eh? Let's be loud. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. To another, the working of miracles. Amen. To another, prophecy. Amen. To another, designing of spirits. Amen. To another, diverse kinds of tongues. Amen. Now, you remember I said one key thing that I don't want you to forget ever is that you are eligible for all of these gifts. Amen. So when the Bible says to another, it does not mean that when it's given to one, it cannot be given to the rest. I mean, the purpose for the gifts is so that the body of Christ would be, would be equipped. That's one of the reasons. When the Bible talks about even the offices, when it talks about the, 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 the um, inefficiency, the Bible says, and to some is given to be apostles, to some he called to be apostles, to some he called to be uh, prophets, to some he called to be evangelists, to some he called to be pastors, teachers, for the edification so that the body of Christ would, be, would grow into maturity. So God's idea of maturity is when there is akuna uhaba, eh? akuna uhaba, wa gift yo yako. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. That you are all rounded. That's the reason why Jesus came. Jesus came with salvation and Jesus came with capacity. So you are no longer limited because you have entered, you have become part of, of God. And God is not limited. You have become part of, and God is not limited. So this is an apostolic and a prophetic house. So by virtue of you being here, you are apostolic, you are prophetic. In your thinking, in your dealing with the, with the things of God, in your approach to life, you are apostolic 
and you are prophetic. So I would not be surprised if you wake up in the morning and you want to charter a path that no one has followed before. I will not be surprised if you wake up in the morning and you want to take down a big organization. Because you are apostolic in your nature and you are prophetic in your nature. These are the graces that in these latter days, even the word common is not the right word, but God has made these graces common for a reason. When I say common, I mean available. Okay, scratch that. Let's use the word available. God has made these graces and these gifts to be available for everyone's reach for a reason. Because this is the latter day church. Jesus did not live in the times that you're living in. <laughs> he's alive. He's still living now. I'm not saying he's dead. But, but do you understand when he was functioning, when he was walking on the earth as God on earth, when he was walking physically, those times were different. And that is why even he came to prepare. Not just for the last wedding. Uh -huh. You know that last wedding? You know the last wedding? Uh -huh. When we are joined together with him. All right? Not just for that, but he came to prepare us for life with God. <laughs> it looks like a small thing. But he came to prepare us for so much more. So, him coming and him dying for you is also to make available for you the resources of heaven. Alright? Now, these resources are to profit you. I wrote something here. Uh... Ulisema nikishindwa nikuite I wrote something here that I might get ahead of myself but let me just read it now. I wrote believe in the systems that God has put in place. They are your advantage. They are good news to you. So there are systems that God put in place. This is prayer. We talk about them as divine forces. Now there are systems that are they, they, they carry their own government and their own ways of fulfilling the things that they need to do. They are, they, they, that which we call systems. So the prophetic is a system. I know you've heard sermons when they say that a man is a system. What they mean is that that man has entered into a certain realm where there are resources that are made easily available for them. This is why we have a commander. A commandant has different resources. A general has different, a field marshal has access to totally different resources. Now, in the kingdom of God, there are resources too. That by virtue of your positioning, whether it's in the gift through your desire, or it's in the office through the calling of God over your life, there are resources that are made available to you. So, for awakening church to be an apostolic, and a prophetic church, that means that there are resources that are not just available to your apostle, Amen. but they are available to you. Amen. <laughs> Amen. 
So they that stand to ensure that a prophetic word is fulfilled, that resources are provided, as long as a prophet has spoken a word, they are in your life present and active to function and deliver. So it's the key. So the Bible says that uh, you can do all these things, but I desire, desire above all that you may prophesy. Desire above all that you may prophesy. You may prophesy. I know that you can see sometimes and look at other people and say, ah, those are prophets. Yeah, there are people who are functioning in the offices. And there are people who you even think they are functioning in the offices. No, but they have just built up on the gift. And so the same resources are available to them. There will be a difference at some point, but the same responsibility, the same burden is available to those who position themselves. So it's all about positioning your relationship with the prophetic. I know sometimes you spend your time checking out who is false and who is right and who is all this. And even I told you here last time that how we check whether one is a true prophet or not is completely bogus. So you might spend your time trying to check out. And when you do that, and when you continue doing that, you realize that most of those people who fight the prophetic, their focus is not on the prophetic. So if they are false prophet, then be a true one. It is simple. Be a true. If you're going to build a career, build a career out of it. <laughs> but you cannot be pointing us to the false and not pointing us to the truth. I'll give you one, one, one place where most people go wrong. If someone prophesies something and it doesn't happen, they're a false prophet. If that is how you judge prophecy, you'll be lost. Because even the Bible, and I told you last time, and we went, we, we mentioned names. I don't know. I think it was here. Eh? We mentioned names of people who they were prophets. Yet what they said did not come to pass. I told you here of even Isaiah in his days. Hey, <laughs> Isaiah said, unto us a child. And yani, when you read, when you are in that service, you know that our ah, Messiah has been born. You, you see, you don't understand until you understand their history. These people had been waiting for a Messiah at some point for over 400 years. It has been hundreds of years that they have been waiting. And then he is a prophet who is Tunamtambua. He prophesies and he dies and years and years and years and years later. That's why we still have Jews who don't believe the Messiah has come. Bonus if you will. Amen. Listen. Accuracy will be your portion. Amen. Accuracy will be your portion. Amen. And for some of you, you will be aided by word of knowledge and word of wisdom. Amen. So as you go through the affairs of your life, you will constantly find yourself being accurate. Buona <laughs> sifiwe. Uh, told you last time, out of the outpouring of the Spirit comes prophecy. Prophecy is meant to reveal the heart of God, the mind of God, the love of God. The heart of God, the mind of God, the love of God. So, 
It does not matter whether you sit down and you begin to prophesy that ABCD is going to happen. Everything else reveals God. Prophecy reveals God's um, faithfulness in time. In that he speaks and it is fulfilled. He fulfills. Do you know that God loves to fulfill his word? He likes to fulfill his word. Prophecy is God's way of speaking and ministering to his people. It is actually speaking the words of God. And everyone can prophesy. Everyone can prophesy. Acts chapter 21. We'll read verses 8 to 10. You got the microphone. Acts chapter 21, verses 8 to 10. Okay, Acts 21, mm -hmm. verse 8 says. That's verse 8, eh? Yeah, verse 8, sorry. Verse 8 says. Mm -hmm. On the next day, we who were Paul's companions departed and came to Caesarea and entered the house of Philip the evangelist, who was one of the seven, and stayed with him. Now this man had four virgin daughters who prophesied. Hmm. Now this man had four virgin daughters. That word virgin, I know some of you are wondering, like, why mention that? Like, they're, they're <laughs> it just means that they were tender, they were young. But this man had four, four, four daughters who prophesied. They prophesied. So what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? It's for everyone. But also they were known to be, to be those who don't shy away from speaking the mind of God, speaking the will of God. It also means that they would be declaring that they had a special ministry where they would be declaring the word of God unto the people. So when you think about to prophesy, one of the big problems that you think of, 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 of you in the back, come here, stand. Uh, 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 is your name Phil, 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 Philomena? Phil, Phil, I see Philo. That, that's what you're thinking about. You're looking at the method of delivery. And our methods might be different. So someone can stand here and begin to prophesy until we know you that by the way Ukisema, there's something that Unasema. I've ever been in churches where the man of God akinini unona amefanya ikitu. So akifanya ikitu unajua mengia a different realm, a different dimension. Wengine watafanya ikitu. Akifanya ikitu unajua mengia. Wengine watanza ku, like, those are methods that are okay here in Awakening Church. <laughs> because God gives you the message, you find a way to bring it forth. God will, see, God will always use that which he has already invested in you. So if you're artistic, he will use that one too. Now this doesn't mean that sasa wochoranga, so you have box that God, we have someone who is a great painter here amongst us. And one of the first things that I told her when she came in, when she joined us, I told her that, by the way, I know that when we tell you to come here and serve, you are now thinking of, you know, those Hillsong concerts where 
a painter comes on the stage and paints while we are worshiping. I told her that. <laughs> you can do it if you're led. But you can find your way because what we are interested in is that which God has placed in you. So if you will come and sing uh, and sing for us, um, you know, like what uh, the, the woman of God, Aseka, does sometimes, that she would come here and just sing prophetic songs and just go and go and go. <clears throat> and as she's singing, you find that she's ministering to you individually where you are. So we are told that they prophesied. Would you continue to finish at verse 10? And he stayed many days. A certain prophet named Agabus came down from Judea. Another prophet named Agabus came down. Now I know there are people who tell you, you know, this this new this New Testament does not have prophets. They are lying. That is the book of Acts. It's the Acts of the Apostle. All right. So don't be told that God no longer calls prophets. His calling of prophets in the Old Testament was not because he was limited. So to say that we no longer need prophets sends a notion that in those days he was limited in some certain way. So he needed our people to speak to the people. But those people God spoke to them one on one. <coughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? So God could speak to a crowd. We know that one time he showed up. And the children of Israel told Moses, it's okay, we now believe you. He showed up. So it's not because he was limited. It is just because there are systems that have been given for the profiting of us. For the profiting of the people that a prophet would stand in the gap and intercede minister, speak to God, but at the same time, intercede. One of the key responsibilities of a prophet is intercession. So you don't just find joy in Jonah's ministry. Nimewambia mtachomeka, msiposkia mtachomeka. Kutakuwa na earthquake ya level 7. Mtachomeka, aya, simunisikie. Mina kuanga true, by the way. Kutakuwa na outbreak ya kaswende. Msipo nisikia kutakuwa na outbreak. And then you withdraw. And then, pop. The outbreak. And then ukitokea tunajuanga weni mtu. Next time ukikujo tuambie. Pigieni nani kura tena. Second time imeingia. Jutusipo kusikia kutakuwa na outbreak ya. Kaswende. You understand? <laughs> a prophet is one who will hear what is coming and tell the people so that the people may change their hearts and their mind. That's called repentance. But also, they will go and intercede before God. That's why we call Moses a prophet. Ah, because Moses interceded. Are we together? So that is not just the function of the Old Testament. In fact, in the New Testament, more resources have been made available because of grace. Because of grace, more resources have been made available. Available. Did you finish? Verse 10, eh? All right. A certain prophet named Agabus. Um, thank you, Jesus. 
First Corinthians chapter 11 verses 5. I will read it. I will read it. First Corinthians chapter 11 verses 5. Um, the Bible says, But every woman that prayeth or prophesied with her head uncovered dishonors her head. Did I, did I switch off my microphone? Hello? Hallelujah. All right. The Bible says, But every woman that prayeth or prophesied, every woman that prayeth or prophesied, you must understand that in the Old Testament, there are no many female prophets. Like you hardly hear. Deborah was a judge. She stood in the place of a prophet and in the place of a king in a way. But she was a judge. But the reason we see her coming out is because men failed. The New Testament, because there is wingiwa resources, you now begin to hear female who prophesy. Uh, you understand? So everyone can prophesy. Uh -huh. Everyone can. Gender doesn't determine accuracy. The gift, when it's engaged, it functions. The Bible says, but every woman that prayed or prophesied with her head uncovered uh, dishonors her head. For that is even all one as if she were shaven. So, as he's directing the people and bringing order to the church, he talks about everyone, every woman that prayed or prophesied. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 14, 5. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verses 5. Let me read from verses, uh, in fact, let me just read this, this chapter 14. I'll be reading uh, verse 3, verse 4, verse 5, and then I'll jump to verse 12. If that's okay. Verse 3, the Bible says, this is 1 Corinthians chapter 14. The Bible says, but he that prophesied speaketh unto men to edification and exhortation and comfort. We talked about this last time, talking about all the gifts. But he that prophesieth, he speaks to men. And you edify them and you exhort them and you bring them into a certain place. This means that someone can be discouraged. Someone can be in a season. And you understanding the gift and the power of prophecy, you can be able to move someone out of a season and take them to another season. Do you understand what I'm saying? Is not saying that he that is sent to edify. To be sent to edify means that I have received a message for a certain people called Awakening Church. I am now coming to edify them. And that happens. But the Bible says, he that prophesied. So I can stand and give someone good news. Because sometimes some of you are, are spoken to that, hey, you will do this, or this and this will happen to you. And you walk out questioning, uh, Sasa, ameambiwa na mungu, amayoni. Today I had a meeting with someone, one of my children. You know, even daughters are sons, eh? So I had a meeting with one of my sons here. We were just, it wasn't a serious meeting. We were just having a conversation. Then they asked me, and if you know yourself, you know yourself, Utajichuna, eh? They asked me, Sasa, iyo, umeona, ama unasema. You understand? Because I can wish you well. But if you understand the gift of a prophet in your life, then whether I wish you well or I prophesy, <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? 
All you need is a what? We, we have talked about it again and again. Let us bring up again. This is Anna. Anna, tukifika binguni ni koshua ataniambia, hey, my son, ule nizungumzia sana. Hallelujah. Anna, six. And within herself, she desires to have a boy child. And she's praying. Year after year, she's praying. Year after year, she's mocked. Year after year, she lays down her hope is God. And then one time, in that season, God is also looking for a prophet. Anyway, one time she meets the priest who does not say, let us pray together. Who does not say, let me feel you. Because sometimes you come to me and I say, ah, you are blessed. And then you don't feel as though I've given you time because we did not pray for 30 minutes. I did not thank you for your daughter. I did not pray until because when I do that, you leave feeling encouraged. Because you, you do not understand the mystery. You are still in the formula. See, the systems that have been put in place are for your advantage. So when they are engaged, you place a demand. Because they are on an assignment. I told you last time that prayer is on assignment, right? The prophecy is also on assignment. Have you had prophecies that came to pass and there were prophecies from men who did not even know Jesus? <laughs> there is foretelling and foretelling. Alright? So sometimes I can tell you, you are blessed because I want to take you from a season and bring you into another season. <laughs> and sometimes I can tell you, you are blessed because and tell you that this is where you will go because God who knows all things has already gone ahead. Verses 5 says, I would that ye, that, that was verse 3, all right? Verses 4 says, He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself, but he that prophesieth edifieth the church. I would that ye all spoke with tongues, in other words, don't take it out, but rather that ye prophesied. Better if you prophesy. For greater is he that prophesieth than he that speaketh with tongues, except he interprets it that the church may receive edification. So do not keep your mouth shut. Remember, I'm not telling you about the gift of a prophet so that you can know this is the gift that is in our prophet. I'm telling you that all of you should prophesy because you come here. All of you should prophesy because you come here. Amen. Hallelujah. We said we'll jump to verse 12, right? Let me read verses 9. In fact, let me read verses 9 from verses 9. So likewise, except ye utter by the tongue words easy to be understood, how shall it be known what is spoken? For ye shall speak into the air. Verse 10. There are, it, there are, it may be, so many kinds of voices in the world, and none of them is without significance. Therefore, if I know not the meaning of the voice, I shall not, I shall be unto him that speaketh 
are barbarian. In other words, there will be a disconnect. We will not understand each other. And he that speaketh shall be a barbarian unto me. One time I preached about the voice, knowing the voice. Verses 12. Even so, ye, for as much as ye are zealous of spiritual gift, seek that you may excel to edify the church. Seek that you may excel to edify the church. Seek that it's talking to you individually. This is not a letter to a pastor. It says, seek, seek that you. So that means that you wake up every morning and you desire that you will be a blessing to the body of Christ. Now, this is how my word of knowledge started manifesting. I would I used to live in a place called Solid, Solid Drive. Hey. Sorry, drive. Hey. I need to sow a seed to myself. A seed that will neutralize. <laughs> so, so I used to live in a place called Sorry, drive. And I would serve. All right. And I'll go to church. We would meet there six in the morning. Every time I'd leave my house, I'd make sure I make this prayer. Father, today I want to be a blessing to someone. Let me be a blessing to someone. And you know, in those days, I was broke. So the only way I could be a blessing to someone was through the gifts. All right? I thank God for you who is not broke. Amen. Because now you can come here and see one who needs three million for them to begin their business. One who needs A, B, C, D, and you can be able to engage in that. I thank God that you can wake up in the morning and you, you are praying this prayer. I want to be a blessing. And God set you up. You're not just a blessing to awaken in church. You are a blessing to a county. You are a blessing to a nation. You are a blessing. Why? Because you are prophetic in your nature. Desire that you may edify the church. Woo. So desire to hear. Desire to hear. And let your desire to hear not just be driven by, oh, I want to know what is my next step. I want to know. Uh, we were coming back from, from Nyeri. The mission was awesome. We bless God. And as we were coming back, there's a song that, that I played. <laughs> Let me say I played. And the song said, oh, oh, I don't know if they're black or white. I don't know. I don't know if you know the song. That was a bachelor sometimes back and, and they, they got themselves in a situation. They don't even know whether their wife is black. Their wife is white. And they say, maybe I'm jumping into conclusion. And they're asking God for direction. The, the reason why we don't advance or we don't build our gifts is because we, are, we often look inward. You want to know because you want to know you are tomorrow. But if, you can, if your gift can benefit the church, there is no way you cannot know about tomorrow. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Because the key word is to make the gift residence in you. In Yeri, we were talking about an instructed spirit. That you train your spirit until when you sit down, you just prophesy. And when you prophesy, every word that you speak can be accounted for. But you must start with not being familiar with prophecy, with the gift of prophecy, with a prophet in your life. Verses 26, I love verse 26. Verses 26. 
Verses 26, and we might read it again. The Bible says, How is it then, brethren, when ye come together, every one of you has a psalm, all right, has a doctrine, which means a teaching, as a tongue, all or a new tongue, has a revelation, as interpretation. That's why we have turned there. All right? So, unatuambia, I feel. And may I told you here, you can make all the mistakes. Ukienda uko inje, umayapointiwa, sijui nani wa UN, and then you make mistakes. Tuneza kuruka. You might make a press statement and say that one. We don't know. <laughs> Let all things be done unto edifying. If a man speaketh in an unknown tongue, and I told you this, and I, I, I emphasize on this, that all of these things are to edify the body. Let this be your focus, to edify the body, to edify the body, to constantly seek to want to solve people's situations, to want to solve problems, to want to solve uh, your company's problems. Because when you do that, you will immediately make yourself a candidate. The Bible says, let the prophets speak two or three, and let the other judge. And the reason the scripture is written is because there was a move in this day, and all they needed to do was to bring order. Because now everyone could prophesy. And so he's saying that if one person is prophesying, let the other one sit. Let the other one sit and let them prophesy in their own time. All right? So that means that we now have order. We have order. That someone can be prophesying here and you have a word of prophecy. You can wait and prophesy after them. You can ask for a microphone or you can go walk up to that person and give them that word later. So speaking about order. All right. Now, First Corinthians, same, same. First Corinthians, let me read uh, chapter 14. Let me read from verse, verse 24 and 25, which we have not read. The Bible says, But if all prophesy, and there come in one that believeth not, or one unlearned, he is convinced of all. He is the judge of all. Verse 25. And thus are the secrets of his heart made manifest, and so falling down to his face, he will worship God and report that God is in you of a truth. Yani God is in you for truth, for sure. In other words, when you come into a company of prophets, God begins to reveal the secrets of the hearts of men. In other words, if you position yourself to prophesy, God will reveal to you the secrets in the hearts of men. I don't know if you understand that the scripture talks about the secrets of the hearts of men, that it's God who knows. So it brings you to an information and through this information you can be able to win people that they will see that for sure Mungu wetu ni waajabu. Mungu wetu ni waajabu. Mungu wetu ni waajabu. There are more elements but let me just mention three elements of the prophetic. There is revelation which God brings to you. Revelation which God brings to you. And what begins to happen is this. Is that God gives you a language. In his kingdom. So in the kingdom of God there are languages. Alright. And 
the particular language or the particular tribe that you are in determines what you see. Determines what you see. Um, so, God would be bringing to you revelation. You will realize that all the prophets in the old covenant, and in the new covenant, we don't have much of their works, except we are told that they prophesied, they did this, which means that they did a lot of interbody ministry. So there was, there was to one person, to a particular church, to a particular people. It was not really one that would shift Israel to a different dimension because by that time, God had already instituted the office of the apostolic. So the prophetic and the apostolic work together to bring direction into the church. That's why the Bible says that the foundation of the church is the prophetic and the apostolic. In the old covenant, you will realize that there were prophets who them, they were just lamenting. They began to lament, they continued to lament. There are prophets who for them, it was just the, the message of the Messiah. So everything they were doing was the message of the Messiah. So one of the elements of the prophetic is the revelation, that God gives you a revelation. And when God begins to give you a revelation, you realize that, hey, Unless now, because we are in the New Testament, if you do not have the aspect of Jesus, then you will have one set of revelation, and that's how you will be prophesying. But even beyond that, God gives you a revelation, a revealed thing. He revealed something to you. Either what is happening in the hearts of people, concerning the hearts of someone being revealed, the secrets in their heart, or even that which a nation is going through. But God reveals something to you. That's one element of the prophetic. Now he can reveal it in your ears, he can reveal it in your feelings, he can reveal it as a thought, alright? So it's upon you to build your language, how you minister with God, how you talk with God, how you have this relationship. When you say, I heard from God, how did you hear from God? So it's upon you to build on that. A lot of the time it's not because there's a disconnect with the world, it's just that there's a disconnect with your receptors. So what God told you was not a lie. It's just that, how you hear? Either you followed a method or you thought you have concluded in your hearing. So you left. I've ever watched a movie where probably people are in a race and as they are in a race, someone stops to ask for direction. They're told, when you get to that corner, but there's so much in a hurry that they've already left. So by the time they say, when you get to that corner, take a left and the man has taken a right and pop. Because it has already happened. So if your language is not built, then accuracy you will not get. It's not because God does not give you. And a lot of people, it's not because God is not speaking. It's just that you're not hearing. Your frequencies are different. Because Uzoefu is built one step by one step. The voice of God can come once. And once you have heard and you continue hearing. But even in that continuing hearing... He will come once, but you have to build up faith. Isn't it amazing that you have to believe he has spoken to you? <laughs> That's faith. You have to believe he has spoken to you. Then you discover that he has spoken to you. Like that's what we are saying. Faith. So you build upon faith. And when you build upon faith, when you build upon faith, I've ever had, I've ever thought about telling someone something. You just thought about it, telling someone something. And then someone else stands and prophesies to them the same thing. And you're like, ah, nangilkwa ni monayokitu. 
So the difference between the two of you is where bado liko hapo kitembe ama najiambia. And you can be comfortable in that situation. But that is given to you so that you can exercise yourself. So that you can exercise yourself. So now you know that you have had and you have discovered that it's not magic. And you have discovered that you don't need goosebumps and all that to hear. You've known that you are accurate on that level. So now you begin to build upon it. And as you build upon it, it becomes easier for you. All right? So it speaks to your mind. It speaks to your eyes. It shows you vision. All right? Ah, thank you, Jesus. Ah, I wrote here, inherent, in, 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 invaluable truth never misses. That the truth will never miss. Number two is interpretation. This one you can miss. So some people hear God, the only problem they have is interpretation. And this is because what we use to judge whether we can interpret rightly is dreams. So we dream subway. Alafu at the same time unakula and at the same time unaenda And so now you are patab, you want to find out what is the meaning of this. And because you can't interpret a dream like that, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Masaibu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And so, listen, you can accurately interpret a dream and inaccurately interpret prophecy. <laughs> um, a man of God is told, what do you see? And he says, I see a tree, I see an almond tree, I see a nini, and then in the interpretation, it begins to see Israel. You know, an almond tree can be anything. It can mean, it can literally represent anything. And in my version of, 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 of interpretation of dreams or in my understanding is that it is limited. So there are certain things that are put in places in the spirit realm. Whether when mchawi, mchawi, interpret the same thing. Because the dream was static. I, I don't know if you understand. If you go to someone who lives with seers, maybe seers, you know, in combination, they had seers. You understand? They had seers. We don't know whether they had received Jesus, but these were people who could be able to see. <laughs> they were prophets. We call them Akinamekatelili, Wamenza. You know those people who prophesied a long snake that today we call, is it SDR? All right, they saw it, so we had people. If you go to these people, they can still be able to interpret for you your dream. I know you're wondering, and Joseph, Joseph, and Daniel, and Daniel. Those dreams were specific of a certain magnitude. I don't know if you understand. They were life-changing, nation-changing. Those dreams played a part in the plans and purposes of God. And then those dreams were also set up for the lifting of God's people. So even though there are hierarchies, there are certain dreams that you have and you go to someone. So just because, um, um, what is it? 
ugali means poverty in a certain tribe if they dream like that all right that same ugali can mean abundance or that same ugali can mean you just ate too much you understand but the prophetic is not limited a prophetic word can come forth and and your interpretation is for you and is different with mine and they are both accurate to our situations and they are both the word of god sent separately to us <laughs> so what is an ego can mean a lifting to someone can mean open eyes to someone can mean soaring to someone can mean healing to someone can mean a monitoring spirit to someone because the prophetic is not limited it can also mean the spirit of god to someone <laughs> yet it's an ego i don't know if you understand what i'm saying so when we begin to say most prophet get it right and then kwa hiyo place ya interpretation hapo ndo kuna kwa kubaya so that's why some people have married the wrong people some people have invested in the wrong places some people have done what because interpretation was wrong that's why we have different denominations today tuko na Jesus only movement interpretation tuko na Jehovah's witness interpretation tuko na SDA interpretation tuko na orthodox interpretation tuko na catholic interpretation tuko na legion maria from catholic interpretation dinyam samwa interpretation you saw the guy being told he's been taken to bible school is like eh naenda kusoma kujihusu interpretation and you realize what he confesses is what we confess do you realize that do you realize that only that we don't take worship then now there is application now if you're here if you're my student and you have a prophetic word a prophetic word all right a prophetic word i want you to be thinking of these things i know they they look like zikomingi but i want you to be thinking of these things what am i seeing nimeona nani kama analia usiku but what does that mean what does that mean there's a difference between interpretation and translation and a lot of us in the place of thinking we are interpreting we are translating hallelujah Yesu umeshinda <laughs> Oh hallelujah hallelujah <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah <laughs> One time a lady followed the apostles 
and goes on prophesying and saying this one, this one, this one, this one, these are true people. But Peter is able to stand and distinguish between the spirits. And when he stands and he distinguishes between the spirit, all of a sudden, how we used to prophesy and sort people's problem, another grace has come in that is greater. The woman is delivered from that thing and she's not delivered and come back as a prophet. Okay? She's delivered and she's set free. And now she can no longer prophesy. So those people come for Akina Paul. They come to want to kill them because their source of revenue has been squashed. All right. That was a sorcerer. When we are here in this place, first of all, in awakening church, whether ni wizard, ama ni witch, ama ni whoever that person may be. They will be coming here for salvation. Alright? You have an advantage in which God has given you an open check that you can be able to speak. You can be able to sort people's situations without fear because you have the genuine and the true spirit of prophecy. The Bible says it's the testimony of Jesus. So it seeks to lift up Jesus. It seeks to lift up Jesus. I know you are a good Christian. I know you just love to be there and just and just be quiet while you meditate. I know sometimes we even tell you to pray and instead of you praying, you don't pray, you meditate. What you're doing is wrong. Okay, it's right in some quarters to meditate, but what you're doing is wrong. When it's time to open your mouth, open your mouth. Enjoy opening your mouth to speak. That is the way you practice it. You don't wake up one morning feeling like you can prophesy and then you're accurate. Now you continue prophesying. No, you open your mouth by practice. You find yourself having a record of accuracy. By the way, what you said is where I was. And sometimes God gives you something. Anyway, let me read 1 Corinthians 14.39. 1 Corinthians 14.39. 1 Corinthians 14.39, um, I know I read it last time. Wherefore, brethren, covet to prophesy and forbid not speaking with tongues. Covet to prophesy and forbid not to speak in tongues. Um, there are a few scriptures that I want to read. And if you allow me, I will read it. This is NRSV, which I read and I really loved. We have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. Prophecy in proportion to faith. I'm reading Romans chapter 12, verses 6. Romans chapter 12, verses 6. If anyone has NKJV, Romans chapter 12, verses 6. Okay, JV. Okay, read it for me. Romans 12, 6. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. Let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. That means that um, your effectiveness in the area of prophecy, all right, there will there needs to be a building up of faith. A building up of faith. I want to teach you in a few minutes how to build up that faith especially when it comes to prophecy. All right? All right? 
I used to operate in word of knowledge. I still do operate in word of knowledge and, and you know, and, and just continue in it. But when I began to also know and understand and look at the formulas of the prophets and the men who have gone ahead of me to prophesy, I began to see how they would prophesy. And I noticed one time someone doing something before they went to prophesy. And then in the next meeting, I did it. And when I did it, I began to hear. It's not that everyone who does it will do it and they begin to hear. And it's not like it's the correct way to do it so that you can hear. It's just a formula that someone engaged and they began to hear. Whether they were given of God, I do not know because I've never spoken to them in my life. And this was what the man done. He did this. And then he prayed. So the next time I went for a meeting, I did this and then I prayed, Father, open my ears that I may hear. And I began to hear in a totally different level. I began to see and I was amazed at it because I was not even sure of what I was seeing. Yet every time I put it forth, it was accurate. I know that you are used to prophets who would stand and say, like, it's like they know, like their level of confidence equal you. I tell you this, every prophet has to build up on the faith. It's not the level of confidence, it's the faith by which you're working with. And that faith can sometimes come about by imitation. <laughs> that faith can come about by Imitation. So how does imitation look like? La prato si calebra dos candalabrera. Thank you, Jesus. 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 That's interpretation. So, so, all right. Now, you are somewhere or you need to minister to someone, or you feel like, because you desire prophecy, and you're told, or you're given the microphone, so you start. What are you doing? You're imitating. You know, sometimes you see prophets and you think they are like they are. <laughs> You start by imitating. You'll realize the prophetic movements, the ones that we call prophetic movements, every family has a way in which they do things. Uh -huh. Can I give you an example? The man of God who went to be with God, T.B. Joshua. Everyone, his children, and all of those people, they have waters. There's a way they preach. They speak pole pole. They have imitated and in their imitating, it's like grace that has been engaged in that way is made available. And also, it's the way of the people and how they build up the faith. The people who go to Pastor Chris's church, they would want to even speak the same tongue. All right? So that means that if you want to grow in the prophetic, you must be observant. Towards those who prophesy. You must observe. You must never in any even if let me tell you, me, I know, and 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 because we 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 
we are together most of the time with with sifa with afisa with because sometimes we do business sometimes we are speaking around it they'll tell you i know all the prof like i know the false the, the the ones that you can call fake i know the ones that you can call or like i know i know people who ata utastuka alafu unasikia tu mimi namsikia niko like eh mimi namsikia because i've learned to separate the method from what they are doing so i look to the nature and character of god over what they are doing Neza kujapa, the Lord has spoken about a new season and a new level. your future. But I can do that because of a method. I, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> Someone else can come here and say, come on, come on, take three steps in front of you. And the one who says take three steps in front of you makes fun of the one who anaitisha kifungu I don't know if you you understand what I'm trying to say <laughs> So by imitation by imitation you watch closely you practice you watch closely and and you practice in that way you begin to build up your faith the other way that you build up your faith is this is that you 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 take steps of faith you you take steps of faith I've told you this once and I'll tell you again. I've often asked myself before what what could be the worst thing. So you'll see someone coming to prophesy to you and they say, "Um nilikuwa I, I was feeling, I don't know, I don't know, but you you can tell me. I don't know if there are prophets who are even big and mighty and they still come to you and they say, "Um I I I I don't know whether I am, but you you can go and tell me." And as they speak like that, you discover. So I, I know you want to speak it with confidence, but even before you build that, see, you pan the two stairs pole pole. It is okay if you if you look like you're not sure. It's just for a time, because you're building the faith. What's important is this: you have taken a step of faith to open your mouth and to speak. So today, this grace is made available. Today, this grace is made available. In the name of Jesus, this grace today is made available. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The reason ni me kidogo ni imitation is because I was I looked unto you, and I know when you are leading worship, I was praying for you while you're leading worship. Um, and not praying to katalambano you. <laughs> I was praying that 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 that. That, that God lifts you, that your voice becomes a voice in this nation and beyond. And then now when I was talking about that imitation, I looked to you and I saw God mobilizing, like it's like heaven is mobilizing resources. Like, and these resources were like, like, like money, like people, like, like, like the forming of a dream and people coming around a dream. And so he says that he gave you an opportunity to sow. You didn't even know that it was an opportunity to sow. And you sowed and, and you closed even your ears over the, the the people who are who are talking some type of way over that person and you saw them you are there and you served so because you served grace god is bringing other people to serve Amen. Amen. hallelujah ah buenas if you uh we said here that the gift is mentioned more than more than the Bible says, 1 Corinthians 12, 28, and God has appointed this in the church, 
first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, after these uh, miracles, then gifts of healing. So it has been appointed. It has been appointed. It's a, it has been appointed. The office has been appointed. You might operate in the office or you might operate under the gift. Okay? You might operate in the office. Now, before, when I was growing uh, in my faith, we were being told that, you know, when you are operating in the office, you have all the resources of the office because yours is the office. Grace makes everything available. And just because I have to fast three days, for what matters is the end result. So what does a prophetic church look like? What does a prophetic church look like? What does this, how does this look like for Awakening Church? What does this look like for Awakening Church? Um, you will discover that what you engage in is not really just a ritual in the church. When you begin to engage a prophetic, you will discover that you're actually engaging a spirit. You're engaging um, something that has, been, that has been there and it has been waiting. It's a system that has been functioning. And so you are coming into realignment with the things that God has wanted to do. Everything that God wants to do, he must first of all speak to men. The Bible says he, he reveals it first to his servants, the prophets. So to make your home an abode of prophecy or, or to, to, to be able to function in this gift, it means that you are the first person to hear of the things that God wants to do. Now, the things that God wants to do, they go beyond just what they are those that what God wants to do in people's life. Like now what I've ministered, it's not, it's not, it's not, I'm not speaking a situation so that it happens. It's a situation that is awaiting to happen. It has already happened. It's awaiting to happen because God has declared that he will already do it. So it moves from that which God wants to do for individuals to even the plans and the purposes of God over a nation and over a people. This is why dispensationally, if it's divided in this last dispensation where we are, we will be constantly accurate in times of times and seasons because all of us as individuals can be able to perceive that which God is doing because one of our greatest strength is that we can prophesy. So for awakening church, it means that you, every step that you make will constantly be calculated. Whether you stop to calculate, now this depends on your exercise, or the spirit itself of prophecy has made an abode in you. So you are making decisions, you are signing checks, you are doing this, you are investing in places, you are doing things. Things are just happening simultaneously. I was telling people in Yeri that all that is left with you now is just to seek God. Like you're just constantly in the presence of God. Those are the things. But it's not, you don't go to seek so that you can hear. Because the wisdom, knowledge, these solutions are here with you. And I told you that the gift of knowledge and the gift of, of, of wisdom will aid you a lot in the prophetic. The only difference with all of this is that you can give wisdom, but if that wisdom is not applied, it might not come to pass. But to be a prophet, you can commit a generation. 
Because when you speak, there are resources that have been brought around you to ensure that that which you exercise is brought to fruition. So when you engage prayer, prayer fulfills its purpose. I told you that last time, right? When you engage prophecy, prophecy fulfills its purpose. So Jesus already brought us the good news. So do you want to hear the good news? You will never be sick. <laughs> you will never be sick. You will never say that I am sick. That is good news. You are wealthy. Can I prophesy? I prophesy to you today. You are wealthy. Your wealth is unlimited. You have the capacity to handle whatever number of or amount that can be mentioned in whatever currency in the name of Jesus. Can I prophesy over your life? You are a solution giver. You are a solution giver. In the name of Jesus, you are a solution giver. Ooh. You are a solution giver. The secrets of God are in your house. The secrets of God are in your dreams. The secret of God are in your prayers. The secret of God are on your mouth. We are the tribe of prophets. Amen. We are the tribe of prophets. Amen. Uh, all I give is prophecy. All I give is prophecy. All I give is prophecy. Whether I foretell or I foretell. To foretell is to give back to something that, 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 that the pregnancy that did not even exist. That I can, would you stand? This is my wife. This is my lovely wife. That I can look at her <laughs> and call her the mother of nations. Now, if, if I wanted to foretell, and by the way, you are full of the Holy Ghost. So the key is to be full of the Holy Spirit. See, you are not an Old Testament prophet, so the Holy Spirit doesn't come on you once in a while. The Holy Spirit doesn't activate in you once in a while. Do you understand what I'm saying? So if the prophets of old prophesied by the moving of the Spirit, ah, if the prophets of old prophesied by the moving of the Spirit, the Bible says, and the Spirit came upon me, and I stood upon. So, so if that is what used to happen, then for you there's a constant river that never dries. There's a constant stirring up that does not dry. It does not die. So every day of your life you can prophesy. You prophesy at night. You prophesy in the toilet. You prophesy while you're running. You prophesy in a matatu. You prophesy in the traffic. You prophesy in the movie theater. You prophesy while you're on a date. You prophesy. So, 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 so I can hold a hand and say, and say, wealth will constantly pursue you. It might not be something that she was thinking about. It was not a pregnancy that was there. But as a prophet was foretold. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, this is the capacity that we begin to enter into today in the name of Jesus. Where you just suddenly wake up in the morning and say, hey, my children will be blessed. My sons and daughters will be blessed. And we are asking you, where did you see it? Did God tell you? Ah, God already told me when he fitted the system in me. See, the system causes you to speak in a different way. That's why we don't understand people who constantly speak judgment. Does God speak judgments? Judgment is the language of the Bible. Judgment has been given to the believers. So you judge. 
Ah. So you judge. That means that God has entrusted you. You have gone to school. You went to law school. You practiced law in the kingdom, in the kingdom of God. You practiced law. And after you practiced law, for some time you had you had you had clear and co-advocates. And clear and co-advocates was operating. You're still in the kingdom, speaking in tongues. Those are the days you are attending Kesha. All right? You are Lebra Katapasala Bretona Kaya Marava. You don't know you are in the you are in law school. And then you graduate, and one time you are given Kibira High Court. You are the judge that sits there. You discover that you stumble upon it through scriptures. Calling you judges. So now you have been entrusted. Ah! You know I'm not the president. If I was, maybe I'd be going through Nakuru High Court to find out, are they doing the right thing? No, but the systems in Kenya has empowered them. We trust that they are doing their job. A magistrate has been equipped. You as a believer, you have been equipped to be a judge. So you look at a situation, you see this is cancer. And you can make judgment that this one will not die. That's it. You remember sometime back there was a testimony of, of, of Imach's dad? <laughs> In fact, we have a bash that is waiting. We have a bash that is waiting. Because we told him we will come and we will have a bash. People were praying. When I went there on Sunday morning, he told me I had gone. I was gone. I was gone. In fact, he said, he told people by, he called, he called like in a, a, Elijah, he, he called them and he said to them, now, this is where this and this is. And that is an, it's an elderly man. He's not a young man. So he knows, so, so malaria, he knows that I'm going. He, you know, he has seen more. And he said, I was gone. Me, I'm living on extra. Why? Because some people made a judgment. Do you understand? So engage the system. It has been functioned to work. The system of prophecy is alive. The system of prophecy is a spirit. The system of prophecy is a spirit. So when you engage, you know that it is moving. See, this is faith. This is, this is faith. This is the difference between me and you. Because when I prophesy, you, you hear words and you live encouraged. But me, I see released resources that immediately move into work. The Bible says that unto him were all things created, things that we can see, and even those that we cannot see. See, those ones that we cannot see, I'm talking about them. Amen. <laughs> they exist. So you wake up in the morning and you prophesy. You meet a second and you prophesy to her. There was a time, and I still up to date, where Salamuyangu will come to you, you are blessed. It's yeah. prophecy. It's prophecy. So can we twist our tongue? That we are constantly speaking. We are constantly speaking. We are constantly prophesying. We are constantly saying how we are getting this nation out of debt. We are constantly speaking how we are healing nations. How our sicknesses will be a things of the past. That you, you are constantly speaking over your marriage. I know you can stand here and say, Oh my God, Sarah's Gesalibiwa, Nancy Biceps, when you may take time to jenga. Joseph's, Masguembe, Mungwa Menibariki, Mutuajasema Hai. But you can speak over. Do you know when I hold my child, I speak. I speak, I've spoken. Even when he's 22, I have spoken. When he's 30, I have spoken. Because I don't know what he will speak. And I know God has spoken over his life 
But I do need to speak. Because prophecy is where God and man conspire together. This is God speaking to you. <laughs> ha. Ah. An angel might help, might help you, but this is God. Because you're speaking the, the, the mind of God. See, prophecy is in the office. The office of God. <laughs> he said to them that all of you, I speak to you through methods, but this my servant Moses, face to face. Yani, there was no angel Michael in between. We need him, but there was no angel Michael. This is the office of God. Because God constantly speaks. There is nothing that a father enjoys when, come up on a when they wake up and they see their child trying to irritate them. So because your father speaks, your father is in heaven speaks. Why are you quiet? Why are you quiet? Have you seen the things that your father speaks? Have you seen the things that your father speaks? Why are you quiet? Your father says things like, I've given you the deal of the morning. You are a possessor of heaven and earth. That those are the things that your father speaks to a human being. And ye are gods unto whom the word of God has come. Those are the your father speaks. He says, for I have a good plan for you. A good future for you. And it is to prosper you. That is your father speaking. So why would you wake up in the morning and not be realigned to what he's speaking? And not continue to speak? When you prophesy, it shows that you have faith. It's an expression of faith. I prophesy to you. Your marriages will be the best. Your marriages will be the best. Your marriages will be full of joy. Your children, hey, they will, be, they will explore this world. They will explore technologies. They will explore engineering things. <laughs> they will explore. Woo, they are not limited. They will go to the schools they wa you want them to go to. They will go to the best. They will be the best. They will be the decision makers. Your children's children, they will bring you joy. They will bring you joy. And in your generation, you will probably be the first one. Or the second one if your father was wise. Or the third one if your grandfather was wise. But for you, you will surely give your grandchildren's inheritance. Because you will have abundance. You will have abundance. Ooh. The word of the man of God commits God. <laughs> the word of the man of God commits. Are, are you a woman of God? Yes. Your word commits God. Amen. That when you speak, you speak on his behalf. It's a secret that most people don't know in the kingdom. It's a secret in the kingdom that most people don't know. But if you look at the scripture, there are places where men just spoke. Men smoke, spoke and it committed the integrity of God. I know there's a gospel that says that a ah, man of God, as you're telling people and God has not told them it will not work. No, I don't believe in that doctrine because I've seen the otherwise. It might happen sometimes, but you cannot call it to be a doctrine that is a doctrine that is a doctrine that is a doctrine. We cannot make it into a doctrine. Because the Bible says, speak. Open your mouth. I will feel it. So you don't even know that when you are opening your mouth to prophesy, it was God who filled it. But because there was no goosebumps, you don't know that this was God. See, I'm just trying to bring prophecy to tell you that every day of your life you have been prophesied. You have been prophesied. So there are songs now that even me, I'm afraid of, of singing. 
because I realize it can move, like very simply, like I can just find myself prophesying. I can be singing, I don't know how the song goes. Clearly, I'm a pastor. I can be singing, I'm not available. And in the spirit realm, I'm shutting doors. Because I'm declaring I'm not available. See, you are different. Can I tell you something? Eh? Our president is our president all the time. Okay, let me use the president that, 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 that has gone to be with the Lord. All right? I pray with the Lord. Uh, His Excellency Mwaikibaki. All right? He shocked us because he would stand and say, Mabiakuku. All right? And before we came to understand him, that Nimze, and he's just a kikuyu man. <laughs> before we came to understand that, we were like, but you are president. Because when you're president, you're president all the time. Your word is the word all the time. That's why when they stand and say that from now, for you to renew, do you need 50,000? We take because he's the president all the time. Even if he was joking, we don't know about that. See, that is your life. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs, as a madman shooting firebrand is the man who says to the neighbor, I was only kidding. Who jokes and then says to the neighbor, I was only kidding. So the Bible says, so in other words, in our realm, we constantly speak life. So never joke with the life, never joke with the death. Always speak positive concerning the future. You can invest everywhere. One of the things I love about Sharon, eh? she's here. One of the things I love about her is that she, she'll be calling me and then she's like, Ah, Unachua, Mimi Nda Ugu Mambo, Dakwa, Dakwa Na Yudo, Unajapta Nua Mashamba, Ata Yotumi Tutanunua. Like she's speaking as, and you see, it might look crazy. But what you don't know is that every time you speak, you create. You speak, you create. You speak, you create. You speak, you create. It's what the world calls manifesting. It's a principle that hangs in there in the spirit. Therefore, brethren, whatever is good, whatever is pure, whatever is praiseworthy, if anything, think about these things. For what you behold, you become. So, I know you're looking for confirmations, but I'm saying, just confirm. confirm. Just open your mouth and confirm. So are you wealthy? Are you wealthy? Do you have a company that changes and shifts how people do business? Can I prophesy something here? Because we are the true Israel. And we have seen the kind of wealth and money that Israel, the nation, the people from the, the Jews have all over this world. I, I decree and declare of awakening church. Ours shall be more. Our impact will be greater. Ours shall be more in the name of Jesus. Ours will be more. Our impact will be greater. Nations will be fed. Nations will be loaned cash. Banks will appear. Banks will appear in the name of Jesus. 
telecommunication companies ikatipa zila brata la maka riba tisa financial systems roto palika tesi la brata may the words of this prophecy pursue you may pursue you may the ideas that you get find legs may they find legs to run may they find legs to run in the name of jesus Ah, the Bible says, and with God, nothing, nothing, nothing shall be impossible. Nothing shall be impossible. What you prophesy is part of that. Ah, prophecy, prophecy is alive. Pro the spirit of prophecy is alive. The reason a few people can prophesy and some not is because it's a spirit. It chooses where it's celebrated. It chooses where it's understood. So, so if you can celebrate prophecy, if you can celebrate, and you know, you cannot celebrate, and this is the, this is the mystery this, between God and his people. You cannot celebrate the gift and not celebrate the man. Regardless of how the man has been, all the prophets in the Walpona Kasoro, they are their own issues. Individually, they are their own issues. So, what am I doing right now? Right now, do you know this is warfare I'm doing? But then this is warfare I'm doing. Because a lot of us have spoken words concerning certain people. We have spoken words, and without knowing that God sometimes doesn't care whether that man has sinned today, whether that man has three wives. I'm not excusing that, but I'm telling you that, 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 that prophecy is a system. Why is it that someone can be caught in sin, yet they prophesy something to someone and it still works? This is why some churches, they have been found to have problems and issues. Church splits. The pastors, a wife here, a wife there, then they discover one time, yet the people still don't leave that church because they have seen God. Do you understand what I'm saying? For us, it is different because God is bringing us up with, with, with morals. There will be nothing like taking advantage of someone else. But I'm just saying that from today, we must begin to walk careful around grace. Yes, sir. <laughs> we must begin to walk carefully around grace. Around grace. This is something that... See, see, see culture, I'm like... I don't know if you understand what I'm saying, but, but I've been having conversations with God and there are certain things that we need to do physically. And part of that is just honor. Because when you honor, then you honor every word that comes forth. And when you honor every word that comes forth, every word that comes forth becomes a help to you. It's not just a waste of breath. So that if honor leaves amongst us, then when you meet the man of God, and even though the man of God would want to say hi to you in a way, would want to talk to you in a way, the man of God would want to joke with you in a way, and even though he wants it, it's upon you to exercise wisdom. See, every time I meet uh, Reverend Julian Tula, I don't know if I've ever told you, every time, I'm, even last time when we met him, you remember, he stood. He was saying hi to other people. I, I don't know if you observed. He was saying hi to the bishops. He's seated. He's saying hi to all these people. Then I came and he's like, ah, my brother, he stood. And, and there's something about that word and him. Because I know that there's a level where he is, and there are certain things that he might need to speak in my life. But if I am, hey, you, I might miss. Because the realms that you want are with men. This is why I'm praying for you that the realms that people want are with you. 
so that as they are busy praying and crying out, God sends you because you have you have hold the realm. Your story is changing now in the name of Jesus. Your status is changing now. Your financial status is changing. Your marital status is changing. Ah, your relationship status are changing. In the name of your investment story is changing. Your business story is changing. Your family story is changing. In the name of Jesus. Today we begin afresh. Today we walk as prophetic people. Because we are prophetic in our nature. We are prophetic. We establish, we build. With that gift, God gives you the ability to build, to destroy, to establish, to uproot. Can you imagine from your tongue, from your tongue, and I'm talking about you, not even the pastor, not even the apostles. I'm talking about all of us, that if you can stand in the middle of the night or during the day or whatever time that you stand and begin to make a declaration, by your declarations you will uproot because you understand spirit, the spirit of prophecy. It doesn't just hoover, it's a lie. When you engage, it's looking for someone to engage. When you engage, you see the perfection of it. Have you noticed that one can, can be that they are not born again yet they still receive prophecy? One can be a killer and they still receive prophecy and they become your member of parliament. Because someone foretold. This is why I don't take for granted when men of God come and gather around one person and we say, we are going to support this person because God can just do it because we are speaking. So God's will for us can be divided in many... <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? So I decree and declare over us as awakening church that we will be making and installing governments around the world. Ah. <laughs> ah. I have a dream of installing a government in China. I have a dream. And calling back all those Bibles and beginning to print good Bibles. I, I have a dream. I have a dream of installing a president somewhere in Europe. I have a dream. I have a dream. I have a dream. I have a dream. May everyone that finds favor with you come under the action of this prophetic. Uh, that you can establish them and move them into any office. Ah, may today as you open your mouth, let it come with the ability to shift men's seasons. That when you open your mouth, men's seasons will change. Men's seasons will change. Men's seasons will change in the name of Jesus. Men's season will change in the name of Jesus. The ability to install kings, to install kings, to install kings, to install kings. To install kings. Zume lebratos kalifratos kalebrata. Ah, shole bratos kalamanda. There's a prayer I always pray over you. It was a prayer that was prayed over me, and I've seen it come to pass. Which I, I always declare that your tongue will be effective. Today I want to make this declaration. Let your tongue constantly come with the divine forces. Ah, la portion, la vida. Are the mentions? Are the mention of the words from your tongue? Let the spirit realm conspire to cause the words that you speak come to pass in the name of Jesus. The spirit of God will perform and perfect everything that you speak in the name of Jesus. So your tongue is not just effective. We bring forth resources to your tongue. We bring forth resources to your tongue. I decree and declare we bring forth resources to your tongue. 
May your tongue never lack resources. May your tongue never lack resources. I prophesy, your tongue will never lack resources. Your tongue will never lack resources. In the name of Jesus, your tongue will never lack resources. Ah, yours will be to speak healing. Ah, karema sila. Yours will be to speak life. Yours will be to cancel things in your generation. I see souls, I see souls, I see souls coming to the kingdom because Jesus is constantly lifted in your life. Jesus is constantly lifted up. I see stadiums full of people because Jesus is constantly lifted in your life. I see nations being healed up, people being rejuvenated, marriages being healed up, marriages being brought back together because Jesus is constantly in your life. And your mouth is full of resources. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh. As I bless you, next year, as we move into next year, I want us to have a different commitment to a certain level that we have not done before. And this is not, I'm not talking about money, I'm not talking about all that, I'm just talking about the attitude of our mouth. I'm talking about honor, all right? Amongst ourselves. I'm talking about love amongst ourselves. I pray that you hear my heart. I'm talking about love amongst And I'm talking about honor. All right? That those that, that serve you, that they deserve double honor. Because these things of God, they work in, in, in hierarchy. That if you don't understand how the flow happens now, I'm not saying that God will, God will give you a message for the nations. All right? And God will grace you with a prophetic gift that in fact, Sisi, when we are called, we volunteer you to go and minister. We volunteer you to go and prophesy. When you get that, they ask, who you Like you can prophesy to all those dimensions. But I want that grace to be full of purity. And purity is not just an issue of sin. It's, it's also an issue of honor. If you don't honor where you are, the men that God has placed around you, then there's a certain flow in your it's not something light. And so, and so, and so, and so, next year we begin to walk in, in, or rather, beginning today, we begin to walk with a certain level of honor. So, if you're meant to do something, you do it. If you're meant to speak to someone, there's a way you speak to someone. If you're meant, so that whenever we have it like this, things will be flowing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Hallelujah. Father, I bless your children. Bless your sons and your daughters. I decree and declare grace, peace, mercy over their lives. Today we activate, as we have begun, okay, today to talk about the prophetic, because the other times you have been talking about the gifts, which I pray that you activate every dormant gift and also you release gift unto everyone that desires, whichever gift they desire, the Bible says you just have to desire how I pray would you furnish their lives with that gift that it may edify the church and build the church and now my father I pray in the name of Jesus that as you do that the Bible tells us that we desire more that we may prophesy so as we begin this journey how I pray that our spirits even as our spirits are open up to you today I pray Jehovah God would you teach our spirits in the name of Jesus you are the master teacher you are the master builder would you build our spirits in this grace in the name of Jesus? I ask for the gift of 
prophecy upon each and every one that is here because as awakening church we are apostolic and we are prophetic so we pray that they shall be our culture that whoever enters here has the ability to speak life and has the ability to prophesy that you open their eyes to see you open their ears to hear, you open their spirit to incubate, to understand, and that which comes forth, that there will always be a testimony that God, you are true. I pray over our men of God here, the apostles, the wives, the pastors that are here with their wives, and, 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 and the ministers that are here, King of Glory, how I pray in the name of Jesus that you will reveal the secrets of the hearts of men unto us every time we stand to minister. I pray this of Awakening Church, that everywhere they minister, that there will always be a revelation of the secrets of the hearts of men in the name of Jesus. I pray right now in the name of Jesus, I ask, let the gift, let the gift of wisdom, of wisdom, of wisdom rest upon us in the name of Jesus. Let the word of knowledge uh, be activated uh, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Let life, let life, let life, let life, let life. Father, I pray, would you constantly back our words uh, in the name of Jesus because the words of your servants, they commit you. So we pray, Jehovah God, let there be results constantly when we open our mouth to speak. I pray, Jehovah God, let there be a witness every time we open our mouth to speak in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Jehovah. We bless you in Jesus' name. Would you celebrate Jesus? Celebrate Jesus. Celebrate Jesus.